In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Queen of Heaven, rejoice, Alleluia. For he whom you did merit to bear, Alleluia, has risen as he said, Alleluia. Pray for us to God, Alleluia. Rejoice and be glad, O Virgin Mary, Alleluia. For the Lord has truly risen, Alleluia. The following is a reading from Father Albin Butler's Lives of the Saints. April 17th, St. Anicetus, Pope and Martyr. He succeeded St. Pius in the latter part of the reign of Antoninus Pius, sat about eight years from 165 to 173, and is styled a martyr in the Roman and other martyrologies. If he did not shed his blood for the faith, he at least purchased the title of martyr by great sufferings and dangers. He received a visit from St. Polycarp and tolerated the custom of the Asiatics in celebrating Easter on the 14th day of the first moon after the vernal equinox with the Jews. His vigilance protected his flock from the wiles of the heretics, Valentine and Marcion, instruments whom the devil sent to Rome, seeking to corrupt the faith in the capital of the world. Marcion and Pontus, after having embraced a state of continency, fell into a crime with a young virgin, for which he was excommunicated by the bishop who was his own father. He came to Rome in hopes to be there received into the communion of the church, but was rejected till he had made satisfaction by penance to his own bishop, upon which he commenced heresiarch as Tertullian and St. Epiphanius relate. He professed himself a Stoic philosopher and seems to have been a priest joining the heresiarch Cerdo, who was come out of Syria to Rome in the time of Pope Hyginus. He established two gods or first principles, the one the author of all good, the other of all evil, also of the Jewish law and of the Old Testament, which he maintained to be contrary to the new. Tertullian informs us that he repented and was promised at Rome to be again received into the church on condition that he brought back all those souls which he had perverted. This he was laboring to the effect when he died, though some understand the circumstance of his master, Cerdo. He left many unhappy followers of his errors at Rome, in Egypt, Palestine, Syria, Persia, and Cyprus. The 36 first bishops of Rome down to Liberius, and this one accepted all the popes of, to Symmachus, the 52nd, in 489, are honored among the saints, and out of 248 popes from St. Peter to Clement the 13th, 78 are named in the Roman Martyrology. In the primitive ages, the spirit of fervor and perfect sanctity, which is nowadays rarely to be found in the very sanctuaries of virtue and in the world, seems in most places scarce so much as known, was conspicuous in most of the faithful and especially in their pastors. The whole tenor of their lives, both in retirement and in their public actions, breathed it in such a manner as to render them the miracles of the world, angels on earth, living copies of their divine Redeemer, the odor of whose virtues and holy law and religion they spread on every side. Indeed, what could be more amiable, what more admirable, than the perfect simplicity, candor, and sincerity, the profound humility, invincible patience, and meekness, the tender charity even toward their enemies and persecutors, the piety, compunction, and heavenly zeal, which animated all their words and their whole conduct, and which by fervent exercise under sufferings and persecutions were carried to the most heroic de degree of perfection. By often repeating in our prayers sacred protestations of our love of God, 
we easily impose upon ourselves and fancy that his love reigns in our affections. But by relapsing so frequently into impatience, vanity, pride, or other sins, we give the lie to ourselves. For it is impossible for the will to fall so easily and so suddenly from the sovereign degree of sincere love. If, after making the most solemn protestations of inviolable friendship and affection for a fellow creature, we should have no sooner turned our backs, but should revile and contemn him, without having received any provocation or affront from him, and this habitually, would not the whole world justly call our protestations hypocrisy and our pretended friendship a mockery? Let us by this rule judge if our love of God be sovereign, so long as our inconstancy betrays the insincerity of our hearts. Sancta Anicete, ora pro nobis, in nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Amen.